Hi, I'm JK, and this is Pop Pinion, where we give you our opinions on pop culture. In today's episode, we continue our series and deep dive into the albums from the book 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. Today's album, Michael Veneer's Incredible Bongo Band. It turns 50 years old this year. When this year? Well, that's, that's a good question, because I have no idea. From my research, there is no precise release date that I've been able to find. So, all I have been able to tell you is that it was released in 1973, so therefore, sometime this year, it will be 50 years old. So, let's just jump into some of the details of what I could find. If you have never heard of this album, you may be asking yourself, who is Michael Veneer? Well, Michael Ames Veneer was born on February 27th, 1944, and he was a film and record producer. The first record that he did produce was a joke album titled The Best of Marcel Marceau, and was released in 1970. For those of you who may not know who that is, Marcel Marceau was a world-famous mime, whose career spanned from the late 40s all the way up to the mid-20s. The album misspelled his last name just enough to pass legal action. And the album consisted of only two tracks in total. Both were 19 minutes of silence, followed by one minute of applause. So, it was totally a joke album, but that was his first foray into album producing. So let's jump ahead a few years to our namesake for today's episode, Bongo Rock. It is an iconic album by the incredible Bongo Band. The group was a loose collective of session musicians and studio pros led by arranger and producer Michael Veneer. They were brought together to record a series of instrumental tracks for the use in film and television soundtracks. The album has gained a cult following over the years, particularly among hip-hop producers and DJs, who have sampled its tracks extensively making Bongo Rock a cornerstone of the funk and hip-hop canon. And for that reason, there is no way that I can mention everyone who has sampled these songs. They have been in movies, commercials, and countless hip-hop artists have used them. So I will try and name some of the most important ones and the ones that I think you may recognize, but I cannot name them all. It would just be too long. And also, one more thing before we start. The original LP and the Spotify track listings are completely different. So for our purposes, we will be using the original LP just to keep everything consistent with all the other episodes. So, on the original LP, it starts off with Let There Be Drums. Now, it feels like you've heard it when you've listened to it for the first time. And that's because the funky drum break in particular has been heavily sampled, appearing in songs by artists such as uh, Public Enemy, LL Cool J, and Nas. The songs feature a pulsating drum beat, which is highlighted by the prominent use of drums and percussions. Check it out. Next up, Apache was perhaps the group's most well-known song and iconic song of theirs, featuring a driving beat, scorching guitar riffs, and a catchy horn line that has been sampled by countless artists over the years, one of them being Sugar Hill Gang. And if that one didn't sound familiar, then you got Sir Mix-a-Lot. 
What's up, Houston? What's up? What's up, Houston? What's up? Houston, jump on it. Jump on it. Jump on it. If you didn't notice, he did change his song's name, though, to Jump On It. But that's right. Any fan of early hip-hop knows the song. It is such a big legacy that there was even a 2013 documentary made about it entitled Sample This, directed by Dan Forer and narrated a little strangely by Gene Simmons from KISS. But again, the first time listening you heard this, it's already familiar, so let's check out the original. Next is another standout track called Bongolia, which features a driving beat, and for the first time, the horn section really takes center stage with a catchy horn riff. And you might also recognize this one because it was used in Edgar Wright's 2017 film Baby Driver. Last Bongo in Belgium is the longest original on the album. It has fuzzy guitars, and it is a sax-forward song. Now, you're going to just continue to nod and dance to the driving drums throughout this song. And it is a shame that many of the session players have been lost in time. I could not find who actually worked on this album. But let's check it out. Dueling bongos is exactly what the title says, kind of. It's, it's clearly a drum set against some bongos, and it clocks in at 2 minutes and 56 seconds. So imagine being at a rock show and a drum battle breaks out between songs. And that's what we're given here, and it's captured on vinyl for us to listen to. Next up is a classic rock song that most everyone's going to recognize, Indigata de Vida. So remember when I used the quantifier a couple songs ago about the longest original song? Well, that's because this is on the album, and it's the longest song on the album by far, clocking in at 7 minutes, 42 seconds. 
Now, you may think you know the song, but they do make it their own by throwing in some drum solos at about the you know 3.30 mark. Let's check that part out. And then we come to another cover song, Raunchy, and for this title, 73, so you know it's recorded in 1973, and it was originally performed by Bill Justice and his orchestra in September of 1957. And there have been over 50 covers of the song, so way too many to mention, but let's check out the bongo version that puts a little bit of a Latin spin on it compared to the originals. And then we close out the album with the title track Bongo Rock, which is also a cover song. And it was originally released by Preston Epps in 1959. But here we have a funky instrumental jam with a propulsive beat and hypnotic bongo rhythms. Michael Veneer's Incredible Bongo Band is a classic example of the fusion of different musical styles that characterized the 1970s, and it remains a beloved record among fans of funk and soul music. Its influence on hip-hop in particular cannot be overstated, as its drum breaks and horn riffs have been sampled countless times, helping to shape the sound of a genre for decades to come, and continues to be influential to what is on the airwaves now, and deserves to be on the list of 1,001 albums you must listen to before you die. But that is just my pop opinion. I would love to hear your pop opinion. Please leave a comment and share, like, and subscribe, and I will talk to you next time.